0: I mean think how think about how long we've been having babies you know we've been having babies for hundreds of thousands of years and people women do it you know you can absolutely do it
1: hey ladies you're listening to the mom talks with krista podcast where i interview some of the most amazing women from those sharing knowledge related to labor breastfeeding and postpartum issues to everyday moms sharing stories of struggle triumph and the unexpected These women are sure to give you honest conversations to help accomplish one key issue, getting rid of mom shaming. So if you want a judgment-free, open conversation, buckle your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride, this is Mom Talks with Krista. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mom Talks with Krista. I'm your host, Krista, and we have a very special episode for you today. A lot of you guys don't know this, but Mom Talks with Krista was a show primarily on YouTube before it was ever a podcast. So we actually have a lot of episodes that didn't quite air on this platform. And, you know, recently I was going back through and kind of watching some of them. And I was like, these are amazing episodes. I think. They deserve a reshare. So today we are going to reshare one of my favorite episodes and is with Liesl Teen. And she talks about the top things, top 10 things you don't know about labor. And for anyone that is either a new mom or knows someone that's about to be a mom and wants to give tips, this is an awesome episode. Liesl from Mommy Labor Nurse is one of our favorites to have on the show. I think she's been on like seven times or so. We work with her regularly. She is just the best. She just knows so much about labor and delivery and newborn care. So I wanted to replay one of her interviews um, where she talks about the 10 things that you should know about labor. And so just check it out. It's, it's a good one. It's a great one to share with anyone that you know is a, uh, about to be a first-time mom. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. And um, mind you, this came out uh, over a year and a half ago on YouTube. So we've made a lot of changes to the show since then. So you might notice, you know, hey, it might sound a little different, but all the information there is great, is still great and it still works. So without further ado, here is my interview with Lisa Teen. Enjoy. I'm here with Lisa Teen from Mommy Labor Nurse, and she is gonna talk all about top 10 surprising labor and delivery facts that you might not know. This one's gonna be A lot quicker than the other ones we're kind of going to run through them and just kind of shoot some facts your way so all right
0: welcome back lisa yeah thank you for having me always always a pleasure i love to be on here with you (laughs) krista yeah we always have so much fun and i mean i know i think this is your
1: fifth time I, i was trying to think i think it's either fourth or fifth so number 10 is nurses care about your partner too
0: yes so that is something that I feel like I failed when I went into labor and delivery to have my son is I didn't prepare my partner, my husband for the birth of my son. And he was just kind of in the corner, like crying, (laughs) you know, like just like anxious and like, Oh my God, what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I distinctly remember my nurse. I had like a doula there was one of my coworkers, but my nurse going over to him and comforting him and like helping him, And I still totally do that, like with all, you know, almost all of my deliveries, I'm like, also thinking about your partner and the other people that are in the room, because yeah, what you're going through is maybe, maybe traumatic or painful, let's say painful, but it's also really, really hard to watch somebody that you love go through pain. So it's really, really important to, you know, not only care for the patient who's experiencing the pain, but also, you know, look to the other side of the room at their partner or their mom or their sister or whoever and care for them as well. Because that, yeah, it, it's something that I do in practice, but like, I totally didn't, I totally neglected, you know, preparing him for delivery, but I, nurses definitely do not neglect your partners. We are, we are trying to care for everyone in the room. (laughs) So
1: this next one, number nine, you might curse or get angry with the nurses because you're in pain, but they won't take it personally. Yes.
0: Yes. And that happens quite frequently. There have been a few patients that I've taken care of who are, who are disrespectful and just not very nice. And that's just their personality. Like I'm, I had a patient like this a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, and just, just disrespectful throughout the whole, you know, even afterwards, usually if you're in pain, you're going to be out of your mind. I mean, it, you're it's okay to curse at your nurse or, you know, just be kind of out of character. We kind of expect that. It, it's not something that I am like, "Ugh, like why is she calling me a, you know, a B word or whatever?" Like I'm not I'm not going to take that home. 90% of the time if that happens and somebody's like, you know, she'll she'll say something to me or or whatever. 90% of the time after delivery, they are like, I'm so sorry I said that. Like, what was I saying? Blah, blah, blah. They're like giving me a hug. It's fine. So mm-hmm. it's, if that happens to you and you know, you are out of character or something, you're like calling your nurse or your doctor names or your husband or partner or whoever, mm-hmm. like it's just usually cause you're in transition, you're in pain and nobody's going to take it seriously. You are it, you, it's a special circumstance. So it's okay to be a little out of, out of character. So definitely won't take it personally. Number eight, the nurse will treat you the same way she treats all of her patients. Yes. So absolutely. Like I would hope that you would go into labor knowing that you're going to be treated the same way, regardless of your sex or your gender, well, not your gender, but you know, your sex mm-hmm. or your race or your religion or whatever. We strive to treat patients regardless of you know, where their background or whatever the same, you know, I'm going to treat somebody who makes a million dollars and is, you know, hoity-toity, whatever the same way, you know, somebody who's coming, having a baby who is in prison. This
1: podcast is sponsored by Mommy Knows Best. Are you looking for a lactation cookie that's not only effective, but tastes good? Mommy Knows Best offers an assortment of lactation cookies, brownies, and our newest ready-to-eat lactation cookies. Perfect for on-the-go moms. We offer six different flavors, including a dairy and gluten-free option. And let me tell you guys, you would not even know it's dairy and gluten-free unless someone told you. It's, It's so good. Mommy Knows Best empowers all moms with the tools and resources necessary to give your newborn the best start in life. With an assortment of lactation treats and supplements that contain all natural herbal remedies traditionally and effectively used for generations to treat low milk supply. Whether you're a new mom or a pro, Mommy Knows Best gives you plenty of options, all of which are created with the health and safety of both baby and mom in mind. Right now, Mommy Knows Best is offering 20% off when you use the code MOMTALKS at MommyKnowsBest.com. That's M-O-M-T-A-L-K-S for 20% off. Number seven is if you are in active labor, you're probably the nurse's only patient.
0: Yeah. So that is just a staffing ratio that we do. Most hospitals, you know, a good hospital that has good patient staffing ratios. Mm -hmm. If you have an actively laboring patient and they are getting ready to have a baby, you know, they're close to delivery. You're usually going to be my only patient and I'm going to be in there with you the whole time. It's not like I have four or five patients going on. Now, if you're in labor and delivery and you're not quite active yet, you know, maybe it's busy on the floor. I might have another patient that I have to tend to where I can't be in there the whole time. But if you're getting ready to deliver, we try to keep pay, you know, staffing ratios one to one at that point. Number six is modesty is out the window. Yeah. So my quote was, I haven't found a way to help a Haven't found a way to help deliver a baby vaginally without being able to see your vagina. That's just, (laughs) that's just how it goes. You can't go in there blind. (laughs) Right, right. So yeah, that is something that I think some people as they're preparing for delivery, they might not realize that, hey, like these people are they're going to see every part of me. I'm not, it's not just going to be your vagina. I, I'm going to see your, your butt and your boobs, you know, especially if you're breastfeeding, I'm helping mm-hmm. you breastfeed. You know, it's not like I have the door open, <laughs> the curtain mm-hmm. open and people are just walking, you know, going to see you still, you know, I try to keep it, as private as possible and you know close the curtain when I have to and you know and have people step out you know if they don't want to they don't you know you don't want them in there while we do an exam or whatnot um but yeah unfortunately modesty is something if you're modest you know that that's something that kind of goes out the window when you do have Mm -hmm. a baby when I talk about modesty a lot of people talk about like pubic hair and how that is during delivery like do i shave do i not shave do i wax do i not wax and that you know do what you got to do like i i tell people we are not concerned about your pubic hair as labor delivery nurses like we're concerned about taking care of you so don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to shave you have to wax you have to be like super groomed down there if that's your norm so number 4 is sometimes emergencies happen i try to prepare you if an emergency arises. Let's say you need an emergency C-section or you know, you have a shoulder dystocia or some kind of birth emergency happens happens, especially with emergency C-sections. Most emergency C-sections there's going to be things that happen where we're kind of preparing you for it and we're saying, hey, like your baby's heart rate isn't super stable or, you know, you're starting to get out of fever or, you know, whatever it may be. We might be trending towards a C-section, but there are certain circumstances that happen where it is a true emergency. Nobody is prepared for it. We just kind of have to like say, okay, this is what's happening and let's go. And I might be kind of doing things to prep you and not explaining things. I'm trying my best to explain things as it kind of happens so I so you can be prepared for it but unfortunately labor and delivery is very fast-paced and a baby can drop their heart rates very very quickly it's not like an adult patient that who is deteriorating who it takes a long time babies are just like you know or you know their umbilical cord gets really clamped or their placenta all of a sudden, you know, stops working because it's ripped off of their uterus Mm -hmm. and it's like, bam, we got to go. So yes, unfortunately emergencies do happen. It's always scary for everybody involved. And I'm going to try and do my best to explain to you what's going on. But sometimes I just have to do stuff and, you know, I just do, do the best I can. Number three is things might not go quite as planned. Yeah, so that is going along with that question. Yes. And that one also is if you have something in your birth plan that you're hoping might happen, it might not happen. You know, we we try to stick to birth plans and we try to stick to your birth wishes as much as we can, but birth is very unexpected and these you know, sometimes things happen. You have to get induced because of XYZ. You know, you have to break your water for because of XYZ. And so I always tell people when they're kind of writing out their birth plans or they're thinking about their birthday to be really flexible because, you know, your baby, you can't control really what your baby's going to do. Um, number two, most nurses are on your side. Yes. And that goes along with the whole birth plan thing. We are definitely not trying to squash your birth plans. (laughs) My job is to advocate for you, okay? My job is to stand up for you if something isn't going to plan. If you bring me your birth plan, I'm not saying, oh, we can't do that. 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 You know, I'm saying, okay, maybe we can't do this, but we can definitely do this. We'll work with you. I'm trying to advocate you. We're we're not, you know, if anybody's watching who's like super anti-medical, most medical providers, if you have, find a medical provider who is, you know, you guys are on the same page, you're, you know, you're more likely to trust them. We are, we are definitely absolutely on your side. We want mm-hmm. the best for you. Number one, labor and delivery
1: is nothing you've ever quite experienced before.
0: Yes. So I like to tell people, because a lot of, I get this question a lot with first time moms. is like, well, what does a contraction feel like? You know, what do I? How do I even know I'm in labor? Blah 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 blah. So I like to tell people that if you've ever been on, been on your period and you have period cramps, it's kind of like that pain, but it's amped up a whole lot. <laughs> like it's like times a hundred. And you're and you feel that pain not only in your stomach or your uterus is but your uterus is much larger, so you might have pain way up here, and you might have pain in your back, in your butt, in your legs. You know, you as baby kind of descends, you're gonna have a lot of pressure down there. It might feel like you have to poop, and you're in a lot of pain. So yeah, I tell people it really, you know, prepare yourself as much as possible. Do lots and lots of reading, do lots and lots of birth prep, but it really is, there is no experience like it in
1: the entire mm-hmm. world. It's one of those things I keep hearing too, where it's like, you can't quite explain it. You can say you can explain it only so much without actually like being in it.
0: I mean, think how, think about how long we've been having babies. You know, we've been having babies for hundreds of thousands of years and people, women do it. You know, you can absolutely do it. It's, it's going to be hard, but you can absolutely do it. But guys, well, there you have it. Our reshare interview of the top things you don't know about labor
1: with Liesl Teen. If you have any more questions about labor, check out Liesl's page, Mommy Labor Nurse. Uh, she's on Instagram. She has a website and there's just tons of information that she offers. She's one of our favorite experts to have on the show. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Like I said, it's one of my favorite. It's just quick to the point, And it's a great episode to send to new moms, or if you are a new mom yourself to check it out. Also, as a reminder, our YouTube, since we had you know this show for a year and a half before it was a podcast, if you are listening on the podcast app, or if you're just a new listener, go back and check on some of the older ones. We have some amazing ex- experts that have come on for the last few years. So It has been so much fun. There's so many cool people that come on the show. So check it out. Thanks for checking in to this episode. And I will see you guys next week for a brand new interview. Thanks for listening to the Mom Talks with Krista podcast. For more information about this show, past shows, or to check out our YouTube channel, please see our show notes. If you loved the show, please share it with your mom tribe. The bigger, the better. Thanks for listening and have a great day.